host, Sunday Lauren, and this is So Real Sundays, a podcast dedicated to truth. The truth that you are an infinite, immortal, eternal being, and you were never meant to be a corporate slave. The truth that all drug companies and conventional medicine don't want you to know, which is that you can heal yourself, quite literally. And the truth that we are all interconnected like tiny hairs on the arm of the universe. So what are we fighting about again? Stay tuned as we explore truth through freedom, healing, and unity, because it's so real on Sundays. This is things, eight things I wish I knew about my parents as a kid that would have made my childhood a lot easier. So, number one, most of them are winging it. I remember looking at my parents, looking at my mom and thinking like, oh man, she's like superwoman, like she does it all. And, you know, she knows everything and taking every, hanging off every word, like everything she told me was Bible. I remember, like, as an example, like, she told me that the first time you have sex, you get pregnant. And even when I learned that that wasn't the truth, y'all, I really still, like, totally believe that. (laughs) I don't care what the book says. That's what she said. And that's it. (laughs) So number two, your parents aren't invincible. They cry. So I remember seeing the first time that I saw my mother cry, and it was, like, really... I mean, it was traumatic, y'all. Like, you know, you pedestal this this being as as the only being that you know teaching you everything, and you just kids. They're blessed and they're so beautiful, but they be, they I mean, they're very gullible. I mean, they believe everything. So, I mean, the first time I saw her break down, and I and I I saw it a few times in my life. Every time, it was just as bad as the very first time. I mean. Had I known, like, that parents were allowed to cry, that they could cry, like, not to freak out, because, like, it would be the equivalent of, like, I don't know, some, an example would be, like, God. If you saw God cry, you'd be like, oh, my God, (laughs) like, what's, are we all going to be okay? You know what I mean? So that would have really helped me for sure. Number three, your parents make mistakes. This is a major one. I did not know that. These, these mugs make mistakes. Like, I had no idea that that was even on the table. Like, you know, I'm going to go back to the God thing. I think most children look at their kid as... I was about to say, most children look at their kids. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's true, though. But, okay, anyway, most parents, most kids look at their parents like God, like God-like beings. Like, you know, at first, those are the only things you know is these two people or however you grew up and you just put all of it on that one person or those two people or whoever's raising you, like everything. So knowing that they make mistakes would have really helped us not take their mistakes to heart. Like, for example, if they beat us or yelled at us or traumatized us in any way or fell short of what we thought we needed or what we felt like we needed or didn't nurture us or neglected us or didn't or didn't neglect us or if they helicoptered us or whatever, whatever the case is, Knowing that these beings actually make mistakes as a kid would have really helped. And just to, to help us think deeper about that concept, it goes into your parents never apologizing. I grew up in a household where, I, I mean, 
I can name on one hand, I'm 36 years old, the amount of things my mother has ever apologized for, and they were extreme. Like, <laughs> it had to be like, oh, I super knew I messed that up. Like, and that has only happened probably in my adult life, like twice. You know what I mean? If you grow up with someone who's ne- not ever admitting their mistakes, then you believe that you're you're at fault for everything. You see what I'm saying? So knowing that they make mistakes would have been super beneficial. Number four, your parents were your age at one time. Okay, so this one is actually pretty funny, but I mean, it just would have helped to like actually believe that they were ever your age and had your feelings about things, especially like preteen years, middle school, high school. Oh my gosh, that would have been beneficial because it just feels like with the generational gap between most parents and children, it just feels like <laughs> like there's no way that this old head knows anything that I'm experiencing right now. When in reality, the old head like invented, invented what you were experiencing. You're just getting to get it on a bigger social media internet scale. Like, you know, this generation has everything at their fingertips, whereas we were like looking at encyclopedias to do book reports like it would have been really beneficial to know that, you know what I mean? The same, like, what is that crazy music you're listening to? What is, you know what I mean? You, you I mean, it's, they, each generation has their own things now. Don't get me wrong, but the core root of it, the quote unquote rebellious nature of teenagers or their crazy attitudes with the hormones and stuff, we've all had that. You know what I mean? And understanding and knowing that. My parent is telling me these things from their experience in that time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, it might not have been 2023 and I'm 15. It might have been 1975 and they're 15. But I'm telling you, they still have the same pressures, the same standards. Like, like it's just it is just different. But every generation can understand from the from the point of being that age but I didn't know that as a kid I just felt like or a teenager or anything any age I was at I was like this lady just she doesn't get it (laughs) you know what I mean and because she was a single mom she got all of that too like I'd already dismissed my father and he dismissed himself so (laughs) you know what I mean like she was getting it all so that would have been good to know that she also had a teenage year even though it looked totally different than mine I'm sure (laughs) Number five, and we don't talk about this nearly as much as we need to. Your parents are only bigger kids than you with more experiences. They're not necessarily wiser or smarter. Whoo, y'all. This one would have saved me majorly. Just because your parents are older than you and... Your logical brain would say that this person knows more than me about emotions or other parts of life other than the very small little ecosystem that they grew up in. That's your first thought because, you know, like I said in the previous one, you kind of pedestal these people. You make them like godlike in your mind as a kid because that's that's your ecosystem. So that's what you know. So as a result, when they do things like harm you in some way or make the wrong mistake or drop the ball majorly as a parent like 1000% drop the ball you are feeling like well it must be me especially depending on what age you are now not all of us right at some at some point when you become like a teenager or something you're like wow something's really wrong like this is wrong I don't know what it is you might not know what it is but you know it's wrong you'll be angry you'll act out there'll be all kinds of signs so I didn't have any examples of proper coping mechanisms from either parent 
at all. Both struggled with substances of their own and one wasn't even there. But as a parent, like the way that they each handled things, I chose to do differently because I had read books like Daring Greatly and um, looked online at resources on parenting. I remember when I was pregnant, my ex-husband at the time, we went out and got baby books and we read because we both had messed up childhoods and neither one of us wanted to like bring that forward. So we we sought out resources. We didn't like the way we were raised and so or not raised or whatever and we didn't want to emulate that. So we actively did things now. Of course, when you become a parent, you know, there's no rule books, there's no this and did we have more resources than they did? I'm sure we did, but they had the real life resources. Like they actually had like the older people who were still alive to tell them like the home remedy remedies and stuff that are really the real medicine, the the actual real ways to do things, you know what I mean? But anyway, what I'm saying is just because your parents are older than you does not mean that they are wiser or smarter than you, especially this generation. I mean, the whole internet is at your hands. There's no no information in this world that's not in there. And if it's not in the regular internet, it's in the deep web somewhere. I don't recommend it, but you know, to each its own, live your life, do what you need to do. Don't hold these people above you in terms of their knowledge. You also have your own gifts. I have spiritual gifts personally, and I've always had them. I've always been psychic as a child. I was That's always been my gift. But as a kid, if you say certain things or you're blunt about things and you're a kid, it, it's viewed as disrespectful, especially from my generation. So, like, you know, you might get popped. You might get swung on. You might get yelled at. So you learn, like, man, I just have to mute this. That's my that was the childhood thinking of they must be right because they're older. Not true. Not true at all. What wise and older has nothing to do with it doesn't even have to do with experiences. It's how you perceive those experiences and the knowledge that you allow yourself to gain from them. If you walk into these experiences, the negative ones and all you can focus on is, oh, my God, this happened to me like, oh, this was terrible. And and you just keep replaying that tape in your head until you're able to move your perceptions from why did this happen to me to what was this trying to teach me? What lesson did I take away from this? How did this grow me as a person? And I mean, that's hard. I'm not trust me, I've done a lot of shadow work. I've had a lot of trauma. I'm still working through things like I'm definitely not perfect. So, but you got it. You're a strong being. You wouldn't be an earth if you weren't. Love number five, five stays. So number six, your parents can only teach or guide you from their own experiences or points of unresolved trauma. So what do I mean by that? Okay, so I'm going to stop dragging my parents under the bus and we're just going to use a hypothetical set of parents. Okay, so let's say the mother figure in this example, trigger warning, the mom was sexually assaulted by a family member as a child. And so as a result, when she grows up, she gets into marriage. We're not even going to go into the marriage. But either way, she has a daughter. The daughter is like, say, eighth grade, ninth grade. The mom is super protective, holds holds the reins in, doesn't let the daughter go anywhere with family or men or anything because she's replaying this trauma in her mind that she hasn't ever really dealt with. And so she's she's acting out on that. She's parenting from that place. Okay, let's use another example. There's a father. He's his father beat him. Okay, a lot as and took his anger out on him. As a result, he's always beating the kids. Every time he's mad at work. Every time he's mad from anything, he's beating the kids up. Okay, 
That is another example of him parenting from his points of trauma, unresolved trauma at that. So let's use a not like abusive example. Okay, so this mom had a really helicoptery mom, mom who didn't let her do anything, didn't let her go anywhere. She didn't know why, but also she didn't have a bad childhood. You know, she read books and you know what I mean? Learned skills on her own and spent a lot of time alone. So she was okay being alone, but she had other problems like how to socialize. So as a result, she grows up to have kids and she just perpetuates that same cycle. She's She has a child who's very active and wants to do sports and wants to do this and wants to do that and wants to be out the house. But she's constantly like, you know, turning down play dates or not taking them out to the park because what she did was read and that was safe for her and she felt like she was safe and she was comforted. So, you know what I mean? It can it can move a lot of different ways. But knowing that our parents are, are were only able to parent from whatever trauma they had and most and most of us do not know what they what that is or and and probably won't know. Their generation is very tight lipped about things like that. Again, it's kinda like the sweep it under the rug mentality. So just knowing that would have really helped all of us to not I don't wanna say to like hold them to a lower standard as a parent, but you know, any of these things would have really helped us as kids and teenagers to not hold on to some of the crazy things that they used to do. Number seven. You chose your parents to teach you lessons and grow your soul. So I happen to come from a school of thought that looks at Earth as more of a training ground or a video game simulation where the soul goes to to grow up a level, like almost like picking your your video game of choice based on how many overall life points you want. So let's say you come in at a point 10 and Earth is a really hard planet, so Earth will give you 30 points, whereas let's say Pluto will give you five and Venus will give you six. Earth is for the big dogs, basically, to me. Like, Earth is the video game. And so if you're coming to Earth, you already have a certain set of challenges. Most of us are not coming to Earth right now as starseeds because I believe all all the kids being born right now are all older beings coming to aid Earth in her ascending to a higher level. So basically, I believe that when you were picking your levels or choosing your Earth experience, you chose your parents based on the things they could teach you. So for me, my example would be my father taught me lessons with forgiveness, abandonment, rejection. My mother taught me, is teaching me lessons with forgiveness, neglect, low self-esteem, like, you know, overcoming not neglect in a physical sense, more as like an emotional, like she couldn't necessarily talk me through my problems because she was dealing with her own, that that type of, that's that would be the things that my parents taught me. My brother might teach me something else, like about toxic masculinity and, you know, also love. I feel like all the siblings, all the closer people, is, there's some sort of love lesson here. Looking at your parents as, okay, this has been a tough, especially if you have a tough relationship with your parents, looking at it, choosing to look at it like, okay, so what did person A teach me? What did person B teach me? What is this teaching me? Now, that's this is a really high level of shadow work, I would call it, because if you had a rough childhood, this is going to take everything. This is going to take all, all of you to complete, but you can do it as someone who is doing it, is actively doing it, has to keep doing it. Like, you know, that that's a part of the forgiveness. 
learning to view them more as the lessons that they bring to you versus the pains and the hurts that they've done to you is really going to help and would have totally helped all of us as kids to know that, oh man, this is just a really hard video game and this is like the boss. (laughs) You know what I mean? So... Number eight, the last one. Even if your parents are not, have not, will not ever be in the picture of your life, just their very absence is teaching you a lesson. That is also a contract. If you didn't know them, if you did know them, and they just, for whatever reason, you guys were separated, all of that is a contract. And that's something to also look at and analyze and say like, okay, what what lesson did this teach me? I'm not saying to forgive these people. We're not even talking about forgiveness as far as like their absence. We're literally talking about how to move from the pain of them not being there to the realization of, okay, they weren't there. How did this make me feel? And what what lessons could I be learning from this experience? So that would have been beautiful to know for the people who were not in our lives, who felt so influential to us growing up without a father was very difficult for me especially with the with my mother so it was a lot but you know what I mean over the years I've been able to change my perspective on things and realize that for me personally my own personal journey I'm now understanding why I had to go through some of the things that I had to go through maybe with reflection and journaling and shadow work you can also unravel those things but either way Knowing that their absence is all a part of the plan that we we chose before we came here would have really been helpful, like, a lot. That is all I have as far as the things I wish I knew as a kid that would have totally helped me. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to the new listeners. Thank you to the old listeners. Thank you, thank you, thank you. As always, thanks for listening. I'm your host, Sunday, and this message was Lauren approved. Drop a comment. Let me know what you think. Follow me on YouTube or Instagram at So Real Sundays, and I'll see you next week because it's so real on Sundays. <laughs>